to Mentality. My name is Camera, And my name is Zach. We are here with Autumn Brewer. Yes. yes. Is I'm saying that correctly? Yes. Great. We're talking about misphonia today. Yes. Yeah, Ooh, this is. is going to be a fun thing today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know as much about the topic as Zach and Autumn do. Really excited to be learning about this where we spill our tea on this new upcoming subject. Yeah, it's pretty much new. No one really knows what it is. I've, I've had to tell so many different people what it is. And I don't know if you've had that same experience or uh, just the sheer amount of people who don't really get just kind of how bad it can be and we can definitely get into that i wanted to start us off with we haven't we have this tea just sitting in front of us we haven't had it yet and actually all three of us haven't had this yet so i'm really excited so this one is nocturnal notes from tea spectral as well so it has masala chai spices, blackberry and curant. It's a black tea with cinnamon and ginger root and blackberry. I'm very excited. It smells delicious. So I guess let's I'm a just take our fanatic. first. I'm yeah, very, very I, I do really like black tea or uh, blackberry. Right. So let's see what it is. It's good. It's uh, subtle. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I do really like that. Especially now, once it's not super hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very nice and calm. Yeah, very, yeah. Very light taste. So over the course of, of this episode, I might be like, okay, I'll, I'll give you some more details on how, <laughs> how <laughs> once my tea, tea once my tongue doesn't burn. Autumn. Yeah. We just want to make sure we know who you are. This is Autumn. She yes. is an actress, improviser, comedian extraordinaire. Oh, thank you. Yes. So <laughs> is extraordinaire on the title too? I think it's it is. Yeah. It, is yeah. it is legally uh, bound. If oh, you wow. so when you credit me, you have to put extraordinaire <laughs> on there. Okay. Well, we're going to see on this. It's it's going to be mentality with extraordinaire. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is that before or after the name? After. Okay. After so Adam Brewer yeah. extraordinaire. extraordinaire. Yeah. That is a cool title. I want that. <laughs> I kind of want that as well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we wanted to uh, to jump jump into this and so misphonia I think is something that is very new. I don't think I've seen any studies if like maybe one or so kind of describing this. It's actually not even registered as a thing and I'm, I'm blanking on, on a word to call it. <laughs> but as a, as a condition I guess yeah, is like a, um, like a psychological Yeah, a psychological condition. condition. Just, yeah. It's it's actually not even listed um, mm-hmm. as a psychological condition yet. So this is it's really new. It's not yeah, it's extremely new. I think wow. the only study that I saw was in 2016. So within the last two years, it was interesting. I posted on Facebook because it's so new. I don't know anybody who has to deal with it. And so I posted on Facebook and I got, I'm not kidding, like 36 or so answers of people being like, yes. And I got some really, really cool stories that I'll I'll share obviously without any names, but there's some, there was some interesting stories and they're all very different, which made me even more excited to talk about this because I deal with one that I think everyone can probably pretty much relate to it's just a little bit a lot more intense for me (laughs) but there were there were ones that I thought were fascinating so I guess uh I kind of want to start off with I guess we'll give kind of the definition of misphonia which is I think it translates to literally bad sound I think is the um the what it translates to and essentially it's having a severe reaction whatever that might be it could be um, rage it could be sadness it could be depression it can be panic anxiety from a sound and it can be any range of sounds which I think is also a pretty fascinating part is what causes it 
is just as diverse as the reactions to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, you know, this is uh, very interesting. So I, I want to kind of pass this off to you, Autumn, and yeah. um, kind of hear, like, what's, I guess, for me, there's a few triggers. Is there, what are the ones for you? What are the sounds, I guess? Yeah. Well, my my big sound is the sound of people's mouth. And I always would talk to people about it and be like, oh, when people chew. And I'm like, but you don't understand. It's not that. Like, people could be, like, not chewing with their mouth closed, Mm -hmm. but I can hear the sounds of their, like, their lips smacking or their, and their mouth still closed. My mom, I love her to death. She always chews with her mouth closed, but she is the loudest chewer. Loudest closed Closed mouth. (laughs) And and that's what it's, it's literally like the sounds of the tongue and the spit and just like everything going on inside. Yeah. So it's not even... Like if they eat mm-hmm. chips, chip, the sound of the chips crunching tend to mask the sound of, that their mouths are making. But if it's usually something quiet, quieter, it's like I hear it. And then I can hear people, there's some people that kind of smack their tongue around in their mouth when they talk. Yeah. And that's, and it's not as big of a trigger, but I notice it pretty quickly. Yeah. I just thought it was just, I didn't know what it was. I was actually on Stumble Upon back in the day when Stumble Upon oh, was a thing. Stumble Upon. Oh, wow. Is it is it still a thing? I don't know. I yeah. haven't been still on Stumble Upon. Listeners, if you? Stumble Upon is still out there, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> Stumble Upon some stuff. Because I've had some good times on Stumble Upon. Yeah, well, I learned great. about this, and I, it was actually it was until today that I realized, or that you said it was pronounced misphonia. Mis- I, I I I did not look at the IPA. For well, the but phonetic. I think that's right because I always thought it was um, misophonia and. And then I oh, was yeah. like, this is a made-up disease because I was realizing, I was like, I'm getting angry at people for just chewing their food yeah. quietly. And so I was like, this is a made-up disease. And it even yeah. says like in the title, like, and I was just like broken down. It's like me, so phony. And like, I know it's not pronounced that way. And I'm like, this is made up. It's got to be. Like, it's got to be a made-up <laughs> thing. And then I started name. doing more research on it and finding out that, yeah, that it's a real thing and that there's something like wired in your brain that kind of causes that to happen. Yeah. And once I started learning more about it, I started learning that there were like other noises that would trigger it as well. Like I had a teacher in high school who would type on her computer, but then she would also like gradually graze her fingers over all Did of the keyboards. she have like keyboards. long nails or something or was no, it just No, it was just fingers? the sa- it was the sound of the keyboards of the keys like not actually clicking but just yeah. being like hovered on yeah. and like grazed and it that actually was... reminds me of a trigger that I, I hadn't thought of until this moment is the your fingers going down the s- strums of a guitar oh yeah that like sound mm-hmm. where it's they go from one note to another that one's not really it's just it's one of those that I noticed too but yeah my, mine is actually very similar it's the sounds of of, of people's mouths mm-hmm. but it is uh, actually I uh to, to stay on you for a moment, what is it's anger that is? Yeah, it yeah. tends to be anger and like I guess like irritation, like it like makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, it just makes me very uncomfortable in my yeah. body, and then I get really angry. I've gotten better about talking to people about it, being like, "Hey, I don't like the na- the sounds of people chewing, so I'm gonna play music while we sit here and eat, yeah, and stuff Smart. like that." And it's at, but it is like all mouse. Like I have a cat. 
and that cat loves to lick itself. Oh my gosh. And it oh, is. No. That happened it, to me last night because I'm, I'm house sitting for somebody who has cats and I was just like, can you stop? <laughs> I know you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you can't tell it, but it's like so, and I feel bad because especially cats, they clean themselves and that's what, and I love my cat to death, but oh my God, every time that cat starts licking itself, I have to like, I'm like, I have to make it leave the room. I'm like, I yeah. cannot, you need to do this elsewhere. Yeah. Like it's, here's here's your designated lick spot yeah. in the opposite like, side of the house. Not where I am, please. Yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah. As I said, I'm I'm house sitting for someone, and uh, I was already having a hard time going to sleep because I was having a headache. But I so I was I was already kind of rustling, and then at like two or three in the morning, I just heard I just heard the licking of a cat next to my bed, and and it was it was like soft, like you couldn't really hear it. But I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like after about 10 minutes, because I, I was hoping that it was just like a quick thing. Mm-hmm. I was Because I don't know, it's, it's a cat, but I still feel bad. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, can you stop? Like, can you not? <laughs> right. <laughs> can you, I don't know, just understand, if you're going to understand any feline. English. What's that? You're going to start speaking feline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to learn, or it's going to learn English or something. Yeah, and we're going to figure this out of just like, hey, I can't do it. Can you just waddle over to the other side of the house it's good it's fine i get it your cat it's what you do same thing with dogs like when they like bite themselves or like Mm -hmm. not their legs or something Mm -hmm. but my big one those are those are definitely all ones that i kind of latch on to but for me is definitely the sounds of chewing and definitely more so with their mouth open but there are there are loud closed mouth chewers Mm -hmm. too that uh have definitely I feel even worse at that one because mm-hmm. at least when someone chews with their mouth open, it's like, hey, it's kind of like socially unacceptable now right, to like do right. that. But like, if they already have their mouth closed, like, what are you gonna tell right. them? You know, like, like can hey, you stop eating? Yeah, can you please like not do that? Yeah, just the whole thing, the whole act of eating. All you just of it. stop. Yeah, I uh, definitely open mouth chewing, and it is like a a, a rage thing. It, yeah. it doesn't just make me angry. Like, I feel like like punching something mm-hmm. kind yeah. of anger and nothing yeah. nothing makes me that angry other than that i remember i was driving for uber about two years ago or so and there was this uh this woman in the back seat that was chewing gum and she was chewing well, gum irritates me, like, yeah crazy. yeah uh she was chewing her gum really loudly and like popping it and like with bubbles and stuff and I turned up the air conditioning as loud as I could, like as high as I could, just so that I was like, because I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm making money off of this person, you know. It feels weird to tell them what to do, even though I guess it's my car, but whatever. I felt bad, so I turned up the air conditioning as much because it wasn't, it wouldn't have gotten back to her anyway for a little bit. So I was like, okay, just to give me some sounds to concentrate on, and then I turned up the radio a little bit louder, just so that like maybe I can concentrate on the pop hooks, you know, of, <laughs> the, of Bruno Mars or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just kind of like ignore the, but I couldn't. I, I, I really, really couldn't oh. ignore it. And it got to the point where I think if I had told her in the beginning, like, hey, can you do that a little bit quieter? I think it would have been fine. But the fact that I was trying so hard not to for about 10 minutes, it got to the point where I, I pulled over the car. Yeah. Oh my god! I pulled over the car and I was like, hey, you need to get out. And she's like, excuse me? And I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't, I can't. She's like, wait, what do, what do you mean? And I was like, uh, you, you chewed with your, you chewed with your mouth open and it was really like, it, it, I can't, I can't do it. Oh I'm gosh. sorry. I'm really angry. And she's like, you're kicking. And I was like, yes, I'm sorry. I, I don't, I can't, I don't know how to 
like profusely apologize enough but like you don't understand how much this is affecting me right now and I've tried and I I wish in retrospect because I mean obviously she has the right to be angry in retrospect I wish I just like told her in the beginning like hey can you not and then I think the anger would have subsided but the fact that I let it just weigh on me for 10 minutes which for how angry I was for 10 minutes it was like I was wrestling against all of my willpower to not like scream i yeah i pulled over the car and i i i made her get out it was terrible <laughs> and I, I feel like for me whenever i tell people about it they're like oh yeah i hate that too i'm like mm-hmm. no, no no you don't understand like yeah. yes everybody hates people who chew with their mouth open yeah it's yeah. gross exactly. especially when they smack their lips like yeah. yeah but it's more severe than that and yeah like it's like yeah. something so simple or quiet where mm-hmm. it's just like i can still hear your mouth yeah, making yeah, your, these noises. Your seems like it's it's really like something that you can't even turn off. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like oh, that's annoying. It's like yeah, it no, makes it, you angry. It's, yeah, wow. it's it's not an annoyance. It's it's like for me, it's a rage. Like, yeah, it, it just I can't think about. I literally can't think about anything. Do you else. think that stems from something? Is it is it psychological? Like something from your past or something that brought up? Yeah, unfortunately, there's not a lot of studies on it. Yeah. The one study that I could find, or at least the one credible study I could find, because a lot of it's pretty much just people posting online about what we're talking about mm-hmm. is like hey does anybody else have this like mm-hmm. this is kind of crazy you know because because for the most part you should not reasonably that be that angry with something so simple you know yeah. but you are yeah and so from this study it basically said that yeah it's psychological it's actually not a hearing thing at all yeah it's a psychological thing and i think i, I read something that they said it might there also might be like some anxiety like anxiety in there like if you have like a heightened more anxiety than like some other people you're more aware you tend to be a little more sensitive Mm -hmm. to like having that happen Mm -hmm. but yeah that it was a psychological thing that it's something yeah yeah. and so it has nothing to do with your hearing like you could be like your hearing could be going out but if you can still hear it it would still affect you you know it doesn't really matter how loud or not which i think kind of ties into the whole open and closed mouth thing it's like Mm -hmm. even you muffling it Mm -hmm. it isn't good enough yeah you know or even it being quiet another one that i know bothers a lot of people it doesn't so much bother me there's definitely a slight annoyance there though is uh whispering okay whispering when they're whispering because they don't want to bother you. Isn't is it's not necessarily whispering in general, mm-hmm. but it's like whispering when they're whispering because of you. Oh, okay. So it's like you can still hear them, right? You know, but you can't hear what they're saying. So then you just hear like, you know, it's like, hey, can you? I like I can. You're whispering because you don't want to bother me, but like this is actually bothering me more than if you had just gotten it out. Because now I can't hear what you're saying. Now I'm just and and now my curiosity and everything is attached to your conversation that I can't hear. I know that bothers. It bothers me a little bit, but I know that bothers a lot of people. I actually really wanted to tell a story uh, of a friend's one that I thought was both equally fascinating and like kind of slightly like horrifying a little bit is he was in a a music studies uh, class in college Mm -hmm. and the professor played a song she was playing a whole bunch of songs from uh, like a playlist and one song came on and he had like this immediate like anxiety attack like panic attack like once the the tone of the song came out he had he said he got like sweaty palms he had like heart palpitations he started like being paranoid and it was intense it was super super intense and then it subsided after the song which i thought was fascinating but also it just kind of shows you that the power of 
music music first yeah. of all and the power of of sound yeah um which definitely lends some credibility to where it's like if 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 sound and or music can do these things to people with misophonia where it's like it's intense panic or anger or what have you it can also do the opposite you know it yeah. can relax you yeah. or make you happy or or what have you yeah off of that that's actually something for me after because I learned that I had this I realized I love music and it's something that I go to when I need to be when I need calmed Mm. um and like there's certain songs in uh certain genres or maybe depending on my mood whatever that may be but I rely on music so much to help calm me even like like I said when I have when there's friends around that are eating I'm like okay guys I need to play music yeah. if we're you know there needs to be some other noise besides mm-hmm. us just sitting here eating yeah. I, I do that with um like I can't go to sleep without there being white noise yeah I used to sleep with the fan on like right next to my face because then I can't hear anything else other than the sound of the fan mm-hmm. in my room now I have the air conditioner unit so that's plenty loud enough um I can't even hear my own thoughts now because <laughs> oh, of gosh. that air conditioning unit it, it's definitely one of those things where like if I'm eating dinner there there has to be another sound like I like to play music mm-hmm. uh, I I knew some people who would play like classical music or something like that in the background which I think is kind of relaxing it seems it like makes your your dinner seem a little bit more fancy. fancy it's yeah. like, oh yeah, we're eating microwave dinners, but yeah. we're listening yeah. to, <laughs> to <laughs> Beethoven, so we, we've got money. Yeah. yeah, we are wealthy in the mind. It's our it's our own personal concert from Beethoven. <laughs> um, do you, uh, camera, have any kind of do any sounds kind of annoy you or? Yes. Yeah. I so I don't have misphonia, but I have like sensitivity to really high pitched noises hmm. or really quiet noises like i i also can't go to sleep without music or tv or something playing i've been just going to bed with smooth jazz lately yeah. which is so relaxing but it's cuz my mind i have like high anxiety so i'm just like i hear something what is it i must know i'm confused what was it that moved on the floor okay got to figure that so it's just smooth jazz i'm like okay it's just the jazz for all good but what bothers me the most is I think I told you this story. Fire. What are they? They called the um, fire. Not fire alarms. Um. Oh, smoke detectors. Smoke, smoke detectors. Oh, the beeping. The beeping oh, yeah. of smoke detectors. There was one in my family's house in Northern California where it kept going off, and I could hear it. And I found it, and I put it away in a drawer. I can still hear you. <laughs> in a drawer in another room in another place, and when I walk into the house, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I can still hear it. I must destroy this. I it's, must find sound, it. It reminds me almost of like the Telltale Heart from Edgar Allan Poe. Like you just you still hear it, yeah. no matter where you put it. Like yeah. I buried it under the house, and it's, it's still, still I can still hear My it. My mom ended up putting it in the garage, and she told me it's gone. Like she's like it's gone. I'm like the next time I came to my family's house. It's not gone, Mom. It's still here somewhere. I know, it's still here. I can hear it. And my attuned senses are not okay with it. Uh, a sound that uh, really bothers me, but I think it's kind of supposed to, it's just an unsettling sound, is that the warning system sound. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Yeah. Have, have you heard like that? The, the like, or, oh, you yeah, know, that so, sound. Uh, not, um, not a pleasant 
I hear it, yeah. and it just like, automatically makes me want to like run. I don't right. know. It, it's just like uh, it, obviously, they, I feel like they probably came up with that sound for that exact reason. Is yeah. hey, listen to us because you don't want to hear it any anymore. But yeah, that that sound definitely definitely upsets me. I, I don't like that sound yeah. in the slightest. Oh, say so recently. This has happened recently since it's been kind of nicer out. The weather's been nice. I've been opening my windows. And sometimes when I leave, I'll like kind of just crack the window so like the cat doesn't, because the window's pretty big. And I read a whole article about how cats could possibly like knock out a window and escape. So it freaked me out. So always whenever I leave, I put a little crack in the window so she can still have some air, but she won't fall if she knocks out the window or the screen. And um, we have those blinds, the like long blinds that go, that you turn I don't know what they're called. You know, the ones the, that you see, ones I feel like, like you see, yeah, you yeah. see in like offices yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like office blinds. Yeah. yeah the plastic ones. The, the plastic, plastic ones. Yeah. yeah. And so I have them open all the way so I can get sun in and they're open right where that little, just where that little crack is and the wind comes in and it just knocks them around. <laughs> and that noise. <laughs> like chimes. Yes. It's like. Yeah. Oh, that's and I have it in the living room, in my bedroom. And there'll be times when I'm in my, my, the living room and I hear it happening in my bedroom and it's faint, but it's there and it like. <laughs> pisses me off I'm like oh my it. god oh my god yeah. and then and then it's like so then I'm like I have to like go in there and open the window all the way yeah. or like open the blinds a little bit so I don't have to hear this like rattling of the blinds it's the worst I, I think one of the the hardest parts for me as far as just sounds in general is sounds that don't have a, like a rhythm to them or kind of a method to the madness like it's just a chaotic sound yeah it I really bothers me yeah because for me even just ticking or something like that doesn't really bother me Mm -hmm. because I anticipate oh that's just the sound yeah and it's a a monotonous sound I can get rid of once it becomes just redundant yeah it has the same rhythm it kind of blends I can just ignore it but the problem for me like the the blinds or the house that I'm house sitting at where, where the cats are too at the same time at like three in the morning the fan was just rocking just a little bit oh but it so it was going like tick you know, yeah. and so I had to turn off the fan, <laughs> which then made it h- harder because I could hear the cat more. Yeah, I oh, know. Um, so <laughs> I just like know I put myself in this situation, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> oh my gosh, and it's like three in the morning, and I'm like, I have work tomorrow. <laughs> I'm feeling for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the person listening to this, who's who I house sit for, I promise it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's just it was something that I had to get used to. But yeah, I feel like the the chaos sounds yeah are a little bit harder for me to deal with because if it's a redundant sound I can just take it I'm like okay I can ignore that sound Mm -hmm. it's not important whereas I feel like a chaotic sound is something that I feel like I have to pay attention to because it's constantly different yeah Um, yeah like what's gonna happen next I don't know I I actually kind of wanted to get into and see if if there's any sounds for any of us that are soothing like are there any Mm -hmm. particular sounds that you listen to that don't anger you and make you want to punch a face like are there ones that it's like this is i could i can go to sleep to this or i can or it relaxes you and it's kind of like an instant kind of soothing thing like almost as powerful Mm. in the opposite direction well funny thing is the other thing my cat does that i love is she purrs a lot Mm. and that is so soothing and she's a cuddler so i can literally like put my head on her and just like listen to her purr yeah which i find very funny because then there's the times when i'm like get out of this Stop. room. You make some noises that I like. The other ones don't ever do them again. But I yeah. think that one, besides music, like I said, music is something that like, I didn't realize it until like the last couple years, how, how much I relied on music. 
but then I even think about my childhood like there was there would be a specific song that I was really into and when I would start feeling anxious or upset I would listen to it and it would help calm me down yeah mm-hmm. so music is for sure a big one for me and what I feel like I have another one. Oh, f- fans yeah we were fans. talking about fans for sure, like a, a box fan normally where it kind of yeah. has a nice humming sound. Yeah, it has like a nice humming sound. And there's even, I don't know, it, it just feels, it for some reason, like a box fan kind of feels a little bit more grounded to me because yes. you can also hear it kind of rattling a little bit, but like it's still monotonous. So it just, I don't know, it feels... That would bother me. To me <laughs> yeah. That would bother you. I don't like rattling. Yeah, yeah. rattling. I don't know. Like the noises that call me, I mean, smooth jazz... A nice sax, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just a nice saxophone. I mean, if, yeah. if, if either calm or yeah, get get groovy with it. Like I'm anything like that is very common. See, so instead of having a fan in your room, you just need a sax player. Yeah, that's oh. the just dream. Yeah. That yeah. is my dream. Yeah. Like your yes. personal saxophone. I need player. a personal saxophone or trumpet player. All right, Jimmy, I'm gonna go to bed. So just uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I used to say. I'm like, oh, I just need like either a personal saxophone player or Alex Trimble from Two Door Cinema Club to just be singing me to sleep or David Choi, all that that sweet. I voice. mean, if I had the choice, it would be Neil Gaiman like reading a story to me. Oh, be, yeah. I I went to see that oh. him live reading the North mythology book that he had come out with at the time, and uh, yeah, I would fall asleep to his voice. That'd you be know, nice. one that's surprising for me that yeah. people look at me very weirdly. Oh, let me uh, uh, see if you can guess. Uh, this is a person's voice. Christopher Walken. No, there's a person. Uh, yeah, it's a person, but it's not Christopher Walken. It's a person's voice that most people would say is not a soothing voice, but I think is male or female. Female. Michelle Wolf. No. <laughs> I hope she hears that. <laughs> I, I think she, she is adorable. She makes fun, she she makes fun of her own voice. So I feel like that's it's. Why I, love it. <laughs> no, so I feel I like it was it was fair game. <laughs> she's. I'm not she's starting. Voice is yeah. great, but that's not the voice I I fall asleep to. So. Um, I think I'm out. Yeah, uh, like I that's don't it. Know. I can't think of any <laughs> woman. I'm trying yeah. to. Fran Drescher. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. From the nanny, like yeah. I used to fall asleep to the nanny like three years ago. Like that was, I think, because I was so familiar to the show. But I also, I, I loved the bounce and the the continuancy in her voice was so mm-hmm. animated and so. I, I actually thought the nasally voice was really fun and really it, it calmed me. I'm like this is really this is nice. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it was familiar, so I, I enjoyed that. And for some reason, that is soothing to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, at least with Fran. I don't know about <laughs> anyone else, but Fran is Fran's I mean, the exception. I mean, a shout out to a fellow podcaster, uh, Aaron Mankey from Lore, or uh, he he reads stories like mythology stories and such and his his voice I could I have literally fallen asleep to his voice before I've turned on his podcast and then just gone to sleep so <laughs> and there's piano like light piano in the background too which is oh and he's got me. the full setup yeah I mean really all he needs left is just a little bit of like a fire crackling in the back maybe a little harp going a little harp <laughs> he just has a full like string quartet yeah. in the background <laughs> Um, completely unique to his episodes. Yeah. There you go, Aaron Mickey. There's That's how you can make lore better. Is just have a full orchestra there in the go. back. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, like a fan for sure is the biggest one. Basically, anyone with like a deeper like English accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of does that for me. Neil Gaiman is pretty much like the, yeah. the number one there. And I really like uh, piano. Like light piano, okay. you know, um, mm-hmm. nothing too crazy. Like Philip Wesley is my favorite pianist. He just has some really soothing. 
piano music, I've listened to that and, and gone to sleep. And yeah, so I think those are probably my, my favorites. Oh, and Rain. Yeah. Oh. I like, yeah. and I think maybe because in Los Angeles, we just don't get as much. But yeah, in the Midwest, when there was a nice, consistent, like, rainstorm, and it was, I feel like, heavy. The, I, I guess never even when it was light, it wasn't too bad for me. Um, but yeah, like, the consistent rainfall was yeah. always really nice. You know, I'm curious. We talked about this a little bit in our first episode. Mm-hmm. How I don't know if you've listened to ASMR at all, or okay, if you does that bother you, or is it soothing? What or, is? I don't, or have I, you I don't never even, experienced. I don't it? even know what it is. I, what is it? I don't. Re- I've never really. Well, I think I've watched one video because Catherine got me. Oh wait, into is this it. where they? I, they like aren't? Isn't that like the whispering? Or are they talking? Yeah, it's softly? like it's like they they do tapping. They do. I don't know. It's like it's noise trying to. Create yeah. sensory feelings for you, or yeah. like relaxing. But I, I'm wondering if that yeah. would be like the opposite for people. With I feel like I remember. I guess it would depend on yeah. what the sound is, because I, I think, you know, if I was sitting there listening to rain, or if I was sitting there listening to a fan on, which would be a weird thing to listen to <laughs> for for me, because I also enjoy like the the feeling of the wind the fan, against yeah. my face. But I could even listen to some like static. If it was there, like, yeah. if, you know, like the classic snow static mm-hmm. on a TV, I could fall asleep to that too, as long as it's not super loud, because then it's just like. Well, what about like a person like tapping or whispering with that? I feel like tapping, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, tapping we, wouldn't do it for yeah, me. Yeah, I feel like that would do an opposite effect. Yeah, yeah tap, tapping, I think, would I probably like start to annoy me. That's what I would think. Yeah, I, I do know someone who. We never talked about this, but she. Uh, I think has misophonia too when it comes to tapping. And one thing that I read in the study that's kind of made me make this connection is she really, really couldn't deal with tapping. It was, you know, in the, in the same way that we are with like mouth chewing, she was the same way with tapping. And it was one of those things where you would tap just like once, like accidentally, you know, you would accidentally tap on like a table or something and she would be like, hey, can you not do it a second time? So much so where she would actually the idea of it the idea of of thinking about someone tapping like they haven't even tapped but like if they looked like they're about to she would already be a little upset because um you can hear the sound in Mm -hmm. your head yeah you know and i think if i like thought about it it would make me mildly annoyed to think of someone with their mouth open chewing but the the thought of it doesn't really actually bother me that much Mm -hmm. the act of it for sure Mm -hmm. but the thought of it not really even just the thought of it for her was upsetting. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so I think tapping would, I, I think it would annoy me probably on the same level that I think most people would be annoyed yeah. by tapping. Mm-hmm. The only time the tapping doesn't bother me, I'm thinking of like movies whenever they start off tapping and then it turns into like a musical number. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, like from okay. the Goofy movie? Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's fine. But if it's just there, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> People like clicking their pens regularly. Or... Oh gosh, that doesn't sound relaxing at all. Yeah, yeah. I I think a lot of people are also annoyed by by pen clicking. Yeah. Pen clicking, yeah. Yeah, I think it's also probably because tapping and pen clicking and tapping someone's foot yeah. or like shaking someone's foot, I think is also just a sign of anxiety yeah. for a lot of people. And I think that also makes other people uncomfortable because yes. it's like, hey, you're anxious and you're making me anxious. Yes, yeah. for you sure. Know? Yeah. So I, I think. Whereas, like, mouth chewing doesn't really have that connotation, but tapping definitely does. Like, any form of tapping or, uh, like, pen clicking has that connotation of, oh, man, this is 
can you calm down? <laughs> like, you're making me want to, like, snap, you right. know? I know I was uh, auditioning because I, I did acting back in the day. I remember I was auditioning for a role, and uh, this this guy kept, like, bouncing his foot and tapping because he was super nervous, obviously, you know, as, as you are going in. And I was like, hey, I, like, I'm already anxious. I didn't tell him this, but I was like, I'm already anxious, like, really anxious, and and just seeing you freaking out is not making this better. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is not helping. Effect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just your anxiety is, mm-hmm. is becoming contagious. But I don't think that had anything to do with the sound for me. I think that was more the just the, the, the um, feeling yeah. that he was emanating, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. But like going off of that for this, I've since I've been getting better about talking to people about it, it's actually release relieve some of the anger when I say it out loud when I'm yeah. like hey that noise you're making is really really frustrating for me yeah. can we can we work together so I don't have to hear it <laughs> yeah yeah well look I'll, I'll help you out <laughs> yeah. if you help me out right. and we'll work through this together yeah and well even just kind of being able to label it because there were so many I seriously thought I was crazy and yeah. I'm, and I would get so angry and I was just like what is wrong with me yeah and yeah. then just to stumble upon was like, hey, if you get really annoyed with chewing or get angry when people are chewing, you might have this. And I was like, oh. That's what that is. And then it just makes it a little easier. And then since I've been able to tell my mom about it, a lot of times what ends up happening is I call my mom and tell her about something that has happened Mm -hmm. or being like, okay, this person... Yeah. Is like chewing so loudly all the time. Yeah. And I need to tell someone about it. I, I text, I have a friend who I think at the beginning didn't realize just how bad it is, but I, that he now understands because he's, he's seen me, like he's sat next to me at some points where it's happening and I'm like, he could just see like a shift in my mood. So now whenever it happens, I'll text him and I'm just like, this person sitting next to me in the movie theater is chewing really loudly. And I think I'm going to have to get a new showtime. Like, I think I'm going to have to get a new, or move seats or something. Speaking of movie theaters, those are, like, the beginning is a huge trigger for me. With, like, the popcorn. The people moving their hands and the popcorn and the rattling (laughs) and then the chewing. And it all happens. How do you see movies? I know, right? Normally, because what happens is there's the stuff playing on the screen, so that's muffling the sound. But it's always right before the trailers start. Um, and you then hear that. in that yeah. of the of the mm-hmm. rapping, everybody's rapping, everybody's popcorn bags moving. You hear the popcorn, and then you p- hear people chewing. So you have that, and then the trailers happen. You're like, okay, great. And then there's a little break between the trailers and the start of the movie, and you just hear it all again. And then yeah. you hear it. that's that's for me where the whispering gets me. And there's oh, the yeah. whispering, yeah. and and it's just I like that a, person just died. Yeah. But I think since I've gone to so many movies, I'm just sitting there like, it's going to end soon. As soon as this movie starts, it's yeah. going to be okay. Like trying to talk gonna to turn on and down. I'll be fine. Yeah. Like it's all right. It's kind of a fun story is I had an ex-girlfriend way back in the day that, so I don't even think they had a word for this back then, or if they did, I don't think there was any studies for it or anything, but obviously still had it (laughs) it didn't change so I knew even back then that this is something that really 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 made me angry but I didn't really I thought like you said I thought I was just like crazy am I really you know because these are things that everyone finds annoying to a certain degree right you know so it's like is everyone really annoyed by this like how are people functioning then like how does anybody in society then eat with their mouths open 
if everyone is this angry. Like, I feel like there'd be wars breaking out over right. this. Like, I'm not kidding. That's how much it, uh, how angry it makes me. Like, if I was a king and another king was doing it, I'd be like, all right, we're declaring war now. Yep. Let's do it. Get I'm taking it out. Yeah. We don't, we don't need Helen. We just, I'm just taking Troy anyway. I had an ex-girlfriend that knew this was something that really upset me. Like, I told her and I, you know, I was like, hey, I, 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 I know it's weird. Especially back then, because I think even then it was less known than it is now, and it's still not really that well known. I was like, hey, this makes me upset. And like when I say upset, I don't mean like, oh, can you please stop? It's like, I, I'm going to break things if you keep doing this. Like, And I, I consider myself a pretty like even-tempered person, yeah. so to be that angry at something is like a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know, can you not? <laughs> please. Uh, like, I'm going to tell you ahead of time before it even comes up. But she really liked having arguments. She thought that like passion was something that, uh, the passion of arguments is something that like brings someone close together. Which I, I can oh, you know no. on another on another subject I can kind of see where that's coming from. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. her way of making me show passion through arguments was by starting it off like that. Which she was like she'd purposefully like chew with her mouth open and things like mm-hmm. that so that it would make me angry and make me like riled up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, I don't think this is the anger you want from me. Like, the anger you want from me is the, like, uh, we'll we'll yell at each other and then, like, we'll make up for it and, like, it's fine and everything's great. Uh, This is the kind of anger that's going to, like, make me break a window. Mm -hmm. You know, this is is rage. You want anger, this is rage. And I can't control, you can't control rage by definition. That's so messed up. She's literally not not having an argument because she wants to disagree with you about something or really go into something that's bothering her. She's like, okay, let me start an argument just so that we can have an <laughs> argument. So she, so you can see passion. So you can, so you can. But have there's a... so many other ways to see passion than randomly starting an argument for no reason. Oh, no. That reminds yeah. me of one of my exes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, after we broke up, we had like a closure conversation where he used, where he told me, yeah, actually, uh, I used to create arguments with you when you were right because I didn't want you to think I was stupid. So I'm like, so you. When you knew I was right, and sometimes you decided to create arguments for no reason, just so that I would think you were smart. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So much for looking smart, right? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have liked it if you just agreed with me, or at least disagreed with me in a reasonable way, not just because you wanted to create an argument. So that yeah. makes no sense. That yeah, oh, that's so mean that she would do that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. We, I, I <laughs> yeah. actually, I broke up with her for it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would have, there's I no way. First time. Yeah. There's no way I yeah. would, because with my ex, I would communicate with him about chewing, and he was always <laughs> very aware. Yeah. And so if he, if he was eating and we were, like, sitting in silence, like, working on stuff, he would, like, turn on music or do something. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, there's, if I, I would, there's no way. I wouldn't, it would happen uh-huh. once. No, it happened twice. The first time it would happen, I'd be like, okay, like, please don't do Just that. Just let you know. <laughs> and then the second time it would happen, I'd be like, get out of here. Like, yeah. I'm not dealing with this. It's over. Like, you're done. <laughs> no. Yep. I'm, there's no, yeah, because it is. It's this real intense rage, and especially if you knew yeah. that it's just doing really that disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I could not. I wouldn't. I, I think, it, yeah, it also, it just stems from people not, I think, understanding just how intense it is. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah, because it's. Everyone else is annoyed by these things, but it's like it's it's not an annoyance. It's a like different... you, you need to realize, you know, this is this is something that 
you don't want neither right. of us want this right neither, <laughs> I, this is this is not the anger you want <laughs> no i i would say probably one of my uh, proudest moments dealing with misphonia i babysit um a little girl and when this happened i think she was like six most children chew with their mouth open that's you know standard but we were in the car i was taking her home from school and she was chewing um, and she doesn't like having music on in the car. Sometimes she does, but most of the time she doesn't. There are people that exist. Like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe she's, like, yeah. No. yeah. So we were in the car and she was eating her snack. And um, I would roll down the windows to kind of help with the noise. And I, yeah. by this point, had mastered how to, you know, help muffle the sound. Yeah. And she stops me and she's like, Autumn, Autumn, see if you can guess this song. And starts chomping. To oh my gosh. the beat of a song, and I'm sitting there like, and I'm driving a I'm car. Sorry, you don't have a kid anymore. <laughs> driving, like, driving a car with a child in the back, chump, and I'm just like, breathe, yeah, breathe, and I'm just like, I don't know what is it. <laughs> like, tell me, like, tell please me stop. Now. Just tell me the song. I don't even remember what the song was. I just remember as soon as I dropped her off, I called my mom. I was like, you will not believe what just happened, and yep. I didn't kill that child. I am a saint. Yeah, yes. it's true. <laughs> And it, it it was intense too. Like back in that that Uber example, you know, when I when I pulled over, like I was literally at the point where I was like, I'm gonna crash this car. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I it's it's that intense, you know, wow. and it, like anything to make the sound stop, you know. So it's it's an intense thing, and I and I know that at least from these studies that there are just as intense reactions that aren't just anger, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I think anger is probably the more common one, but yeah. I think. You have anxiety, like with my my other friend. Um, there's people who just break down crying, or there's people who like just run away, like will straight up just stand up and book it because it it like it scares that it like terrifies them. So it's it's interesting because you you have these large you know ranges of of these sounds. It's like basically imagine any sound at least that would somewhat annoy you, and there's probably someone out there that has one of these intense reactions to it you know it's not just like a slight annoyance it's anger or i should stop using the word anger it's rage and (laughs) you know panic and this is serious yeah yeah yeah. and i think a lot of people actually deal with it to you know to a certain extent and um like i said you know i reached out there and i was like hey does anybody like else have this like i i've I've never talked to anybody about this, and and a lot of people got back to me with a lot of interesting stories That's and a lot awesome. of. Well, yeah, if right. any so. of our listeners listening in have this, please write us set our email yeah. and yeah. tell us about it because we want to hear. Um, honestly, like I, I do really want to hear other people's stories too because it's it's something that I don't think a lot of people talk about, and I definitely want to get it out there too because. Mm-hmm. You know, it's since it's such a new thing, since most of us don't even know what the word is mm-hmm. and it hasn't really even been studied, it's kind of one of those things where I think the more we get this one out there, the more we can realize. Because, like, I had a friend, he was uh, my housemate at the time. This was a close, we're not friends anymore moment. Oh, no. um, he was very upset with me about something, and he knew that this upset me. And so one day, he just. I think we were both drunk at the time. One day, one night, he just started chomping, like, next to me. And I was like, hey, man, this isn't helping. This is, like, if you're already angry with me, you're about to be real a lot more angry with me because right. I'm about to, like, punch you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think there would be moments like that that we wouldn't have, have anymore because I think even then it was like, oh, this is something that I know upsets Zach, but I don't think he understood just how much it upsets yeah. me, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't think people understand how much these things can really upset 
a lot of people. Right. You know, like if someone says that, hey, this this really, really bothers me, you should definitely not do it. Right. <laughs> Especially not to make them upset for if you want to have yeah. like a passionate argument. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think in general, especially with mental health stuff, but with a lot of stuff, it's a lot easier. First off, when it's labeled, then you're like, okay, that's what it is. I'm not yeah. crazy. And then also finding out that there's mm-hmm. other people that have it. Because yeah. it, ha- it was. a community. Yeah. And then there's other, it, it just kind of helps you be like, okay, like this is all right that I'm dealing with this. And mm-hmm. because it is, and it's when people don't understand, it just makes you feel even more insecure about it because they don't know. And they're like, oh, it's chewing. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. And then they think they understand or if you try to explain it to them, they're like, uh, you're overreacting. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. they just like dismiss it. And that doesn't help anyone. It's kind of the same way as like a person who's had a legit panic attack. Kind yeah. Of explaining it to someone who's been really anxious before. And it's like, it it's different. Yep. Right. You know, like yeah. this, like I, I get where you're coming from. I get that, you know, we, we all deal with that, you know, anxiety and sadness and all of these things are regular human emotions Mm -hmm. annoyance is a regular human emotion but something that makes you anxious and something that makes you feel like you're gonna die is like a very Very different different, yeah (laughs) you know it's a little bit different whereas something that slightly annoys you or even kind of upsets you because i mean it's also not socially acceptable in our country to eat with your mouth open like right. it's, it, yeah. people just find it gross like that's annoying and also gross you mm-hmm. know i think everyone for the most part agrees with that yeah. you know to a certain extent but it's like yeah i'm i'm with you on that mm-hmm. and also i feel like murdering them like right. that's kind of <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know <laughs> do you know when this these feelings kind of started for both of you or do you remember back when you kind of first felt like there was something more intense for you than others? I remember the keyboard thing from my teacher. That was when I was a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. And when it happened, I didn't understand what was going on. I just remember being annoyed by the sound. And it was just... You clearly were, because you still remember. Yeah, yeah, you still... And I only had that teacher for one class once when I was 14 years old. Yeah. And was what, like 45 minutes a day? Yeah. Like, left I mean, the impression. Yeah. And I still remember it. And um, that's Probably why I was not like... not the impression a teacher wants oh, to have. No. Right. <laughs> so I remember that. And then I think by the time I was a senior in high school, I was a lot closer to my parents. And that's when I started to express to my mom about how her chewing annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it like really, like I couldn't stand it. And also, but around that time, I was a teenage girl, and teenage girls and their moms tend to butt heads a lot. Mm-hmm. So I also kind of was like, well, maybe it's just like, my mom already annoys me every once in a while. Maybe it's just like that added annoyance. Yeah. Because I didn't have that with my dad, but then I realized, well, my dad doesn't chew like a cow. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just tell the way we're describing these things that like, it's not just, <laughs> it's I'm not like, just gross to us. Right. And it's like, my mom, yeah. And it's, and she's getting a little bit better. And I mean, not, I mean, she's gotten a lot better because now there's times when I'm on, if she comes to visit me and I'm on my computer and we're looking up something and she's chewing and she comes and stands next to me, I can just look at her and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah. good. I'm like, yes, get I'm away. Glad we're on the right, we're on get the right page here. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was, I, so that's I think so when I was in ninth grade was the first time that I remembered that happening mm-hmm. but the sound thing and that also was hard because my brother was always he would my brother was an op- open mouth chewer mm-hmm. and he would smack his lips like he was just one of those he would like 
Oh my God. He's gotten a lot better, but he was, I still remember him eating cereal as a kid and he would like slurp up the milk and then chomp on the food. I'm just like, I cannot handle this. And it was cereal and sandwiches. Those were the two that were the worst with him. So again, I was just always like, oh, it's just he chews with his mouth open. Yeah. And then, then again, the thing with my mom, I was like, oh, I just like, she's my mom, so I'm annoyed. Yeah. And it wasn't until, yeah, like I was in college and I found this stumble upon thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank God. Like, I'm not a crazy person. And when it happened, I still thought I was like, this is a made up disease. Yeah. Like, this is it's the true. internet making shit up. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's so little about it. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I obviously knew it existed freshman year of college because I told my girlfriend at the time that. So I at least knew it was that, but I don't remember it because I know I actually ate with, as a kid, I ate with my mouth closed. My dad would constantly tell me like, don't do that. I don't know if it's because it affected him in the same way or if it was just like, hey, learn your manners at the table, eat with your mouth closed. I don't know if that was it. So I, I remember him telling me that and I wonder if that had something to do with like, okay, don't do it. You know, some kind of like, wouldn't say childhood trauma, but like a, a learned kind of thing. Of yeah. Like, you don't do this. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that would translate to like rage. Yeah. You know, that yeah. seems like a little bit of a jump there. So it, but I actually know, I, I don't remember. I just know that I, I remember telling my girlfriend at the time that. So it had to have been something that I was already pretty well established mm-hmm. in knowing this is something that you don't do, you know, that yeah. I, I can't deal with. So yeah, probably sometime in high school is probably about the time which is about the same time so maybe there's something there with like puberty or something like that you know coming of age that um, maybe that's when it kind of like blossoms and you know blooms is is, is around that time yeah I would definitely be uh, to the listeners I would actually really like to pose that question too because I'm actually very curious to see if that has anything to do with it it was you know if you were a kid and you and it bothered you or if it didn't you didn't notice it until you're 50 you know i think i'd be actually very interested in hearing if uh, you had the same similar I'm very experiences myself, yeah. yeah i think it was it was about high school and it was it was very much i think just open mouth chewing was was the biggest thing yeah. for me i think and that and that still is you know one that's interesting that bothers everybody else and it actually doesn't bother me so kind of the opposite is nails on a chalkboard I mean, obviously, it's like it's, it's like, not a pleasant sound. Right. Like I wouldn't ever like go to sleep listening to nails on a chalkboard, but it's not it like that high pitched thing doesn't make me like cringe. Like I think a lot of people do. Yeah, you know? I would agree with you on that too. Yeah. But I I think that kind of goes off of for it's like a, even though it isn't rhythmic, there is like this solid sound. It's yeah. not like a irregular. Yeah. It just happens that once. Yeah, it's um, a solid note. Yeah, that's and it's, continuous and then it ends. Yeah, yeah. so I would agree. Yeah, on that, it's, yeah, it's not a pleasant sound, but it's mm-hmm. not one of those like trigger sounds that makes yeah. me want to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really well, funny because it's like what? Oh, well, at least it seems you guys have like coping mechanisms yeah. that yeah. are able well, to help that. Yeah, and actually, that was something because I've been trying to do more research on it because I've been within the last like year and a half been really trying to focus on my mental health and. Good. And working on that, and then learning in uh, miso misophonia. I want to go back <laughs> so to I guess, uh, now. I have to look at the I phonetic like, pronunciation. I like that pronunciation better than the way that I've been pronouncing it. Yeah, I don't know how it's pronounced. I would. I kind of forgot about it and didn't even like think about it with mental health and anxiety. And then um, I kind of started looking it up a little more and actually thinking. Or like I read something about how sometimes if someone has heightened anxiety, they might be sensitive to sounds. And I was like wondering. I'm like, oh, I wonder if the things that I do to help my anxiety could maybe help 
like help me at least release some of the anger or maybe it take a little bit longer for me to get so angry like yeah. meditation or like doing things like that or whatever it may be to kind of lessen that a yeah. little bit and when has that worked has well I think for me just in the last couple of years just being so much more aware of it has been helpful and then yeah feeling more n- not feeling crazy when I bring it up to someone yeah and if someone and gets an yeah and if someone gets annoyed for me being like hey this I'm really sensitive to chewing I need to either play music or we need to have something going on um, because I'm really sensitive to it and if they like react all and get like kind of turned off by that I'm like well forget you then like yeah. because yeah. we're obviously like, not compatible yeah like that's yeah. so and most people and that's something I've been learning with therapy it's like usually when you ask someone something and you're nice about it most people are yeah they're like of course like yeah. sure and I think for me just vocalizing it has been so much help so much more helpful yeah. than Absolutely. just kind of like internalizing it and being like don't say anything because I'm gonna kill this it, person well, and then like, it's yeah. just gonna build yeah and I yeah you might as well yeah. find like a nice way to bring it up right yeah. I, I think that's actually a, a really good thing is because I think it seems like such a a stupid thing to mention to somebody that I think most people that I know of who have struggled with this, at least with the mouth chewing, because I've talked to a few people who have the same thing. And I think that's the most common version of it. Yeah. They're just like, well, yeah, it is. Everyone finds it annoying and everyone finds it kind of gross. So like, but everyone else isn't telling other people to like that's shut like their mouths, you know. You to so shut up about it, yeah, though. it's yeah. that's like telling someone to shut up. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's like it, that also is socially unacceptable, right? So and you know, it's like who am I to tell you like, hey, chew with your mouth closed, right. you know? But I think that has definitely helped, at least with my friends, to be like, hey, I just need to let you know, like this is something that bothers me, and I, I think we're so used to to bottling something like this up because mm-hmm. it is such a like common thing and it's like well if everyone else can deal with it why can't I like I guess you know everyone else is feeling this I'll just be quiet about it and I I think it's nice to know that there are other people out there who have this because it's like hey like let people know you know no matter what your reaction is or whatever because I I think bottling it up is not going to help anybody Mm -hmm. and just like that woman in the uber car if you build it up for 10 minutes you're going to just like pull over and tell them to get out you don't want that for a relationship or a friendship yeah Yeah. because it does it gets to that point and (laughs) it does yeah i couldn't find a phonetic pronunciation that's what i was googling Mm. so misophonia misophonia (laughs) misphonia whatever you however you want to say it i guess we'll figure it out the community can figure it out this has been a great episode i really enjoyed learning about this and hearing your experience on them and hearing yours yeah right i love talking about it i haven't (laughs) actually oh i've talked about it with people but not someone else who's actually had it yeah so it's yeah. amazing to actually be able to be like yeah i get what you're saying yeah absolutely like I've i'm learned glad a lot and i've learned how to hopefully be a better person to be around for people with it as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i think is if somebody i think if somebody hope, hopefully people are a little bit more empowered now to be like yeah hey can yeah. You, you know let's let's work through this or let's at least figure out it. ways of like if you don't want to do that we can turn on music or you know we can find ways of yeah of coping mechanisms mm-hmm. and I, I think we've given a few examples of that too music fans you know yeah. things that kind of give you a noise yeah. that meditation uh, meditation yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, meditation did help a lot with me cool. too yeah. so Great. it gave me a moment to kind of take a breather and be like look it's just a sound mm-hmm. don't let it bother you as much as it is mm-hmm. so we kind of wanted to yeah. wrap up so yeah. 
I thank you so much for joining yeah, us and talking. Thank you for having Tell us me. where we can um, find you on social media and also what projects you've got going on, anything you want to yeah. pitch in here. Oh my goodness, look yeah. at this. It's your um, platform. This is your yeah. microphone. My, uh, you can find me on almost all social media, I think. My name is Autumn Brewer, but my last name is spelled weird, so if you spell it the right way, I'm the only Autumn Brewer in America who spells my name this way. Nice. Um, so it's Autumn Brewer, and Brewer is B-R-U-E-W-E-R. The correct German way to spell it. We didn't get super Americanized when we came over here. <laughs> To America. That's great. Um, but if you spell it right, I'm going to be the first person that pops up. But I, yeah. uh, I do it's a lot of... It, yeah, right? <laughs> Which is scary sometimes, especially with someone with anxiety. I'm yeah. like, should I give this person my last name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, because you're going to find me. But I do a lot of improv. I'm on an um, improv team at Second City on Saturday night. That's so cool. Yeah. So you can see me there. Ooh. The team's Excelsior. So that's, that's my yeah. most common one. Saturday nights at Second City. So... Yeah, awesome. very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have like a Instagram or Twitter that you wanna? Or is that... The... Yeah, that would be yeah Autumn Brewer. On if you search me on for sure Instagram, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't have that many followers, but I think I say fun things on there. <laughs> yeah, so well, let's build your following. It's for me, you know. My I get... Twitter is a stupid journal. Like, <laughs> I don't know what Twitter is. <laughs> do people still use Twitter? <laughs> I, they do. Here's the thing: enough. they in fact do. Camera. Yeah, so I'm Camera. You can find me at Camouflage, which is just C-A-M-A-R-A-F-L-A-G-E, Instagram, and... Also the only one on Instagram. Yeah, oh, look at that. Uh, us, us unique ladies unique over here. Unique ones, yeah. loving the unique names. Yeah. Gotta, gotta get going with that. But yeah, and Zach? Um, my name is also actually weirdly unique, though it has nothing to do with any of my handles. I'm Zach Humphreys, and you can find me at EPSEC, E-P-S-E-C-H, on Instagram. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that too. <laughs> I will just probably make you angry or cry or laugh or I don't know. It's all okay. the different emotions. Um, <laughs> and for Mentality, you can find us at, at Mentality Talk on Instagram and you can uh, and Facebook and you can also email us mentalitytalk yeah, at please, gmail.com. Please do. If anyone has a story they would like to share about this, relating to this, or any of our other episodes, we would love to hear and love to hear your stories and possibly share them on future episodes. So if you're interested in that, please email us. You're not alone and don't feel afraid to, to tell someone hey can you uh, maybe eat those Cheetos outside <laughs> thank you so much for listening guys eat them outside. <laughs> we're gonna turn up the movie a little bit louder <laughs>